thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul is thirsty, Jesus. Lord, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for this grace to come into your presence this morning. Thank you, Lord, because this is the day that you have made. Lord, you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. And so, Father, we say thank you for the blessings of today. Thank you because the sun rises this morning and it is proof that you are a faithful God, that you watch over your word to perform them. You said that as long as your covenant with the day and night has not been broken, you said as long as the sun and moon rise and set, you said your covenant with us is still intact. And so, Father, we say thank you this morning. Thank you for keeping your word. Thank you for performing your word. We give you all the praise. Thank you for being the covenant-keeping God. Thank you because you are Jehovah. Thank you because you are Yahweh. There is none like you. Worthy of praise, worthy of glory. We declare this morning, be glorified in the precious name of Jesus. As we enter into your presence to magnify and give you glory, we ask, Father, speak to us this morning. Cause your word to enter our hearts and let your name be glorified in our lives. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike sharing this time with you. We continue our reading of the book of Isaiah. Gradually, uh, we wind uh, we wind this down as we we round up the book of Isaiah. Like I said, Isaiah points us to Jesus points to the messiah i'm sure of course isaiah never knew that the messiah was going to be called jesus he said emmanuel our savior okay but we know eventually that he is pointing to jesus so let's finish this one by this time tomorrow where we'll be reading this and listening to this we would have concluded the book of isaiah so today we take chapters 60 61 and 62 it says arise jerusalem let your light shine for all to see for the glory of the lord rises to shine on you okay so i'm sure you know this scripture so as much as it applies to jerusalem it applies also to the church it applies to you and i it says that arise Murphy, arise, Tolu, arise, Bola, arise, Shei. It says, Let your light shine for all to see. Let men see your good work. Jesus goes on to see. says, Let men be able to see your good work so that they can give glory to your Father in heaven. It says, For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Our light comes from the glory of god says darkness 
as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. So for the nation of Israel, of course, it was during a time we knew, you know, they were returning, going to be returning from the exile. So this was the around the, you know, what Isaiah was really prophesying about. You know, um, there was so much turmoil in the world. The Babylonian Empire would have, you know, been defeated. And the nation of Israel was going to be returning from exile. It is on that note, that premise, you know, that Isaiah is prophesying, Arise, shine the glory of God. Let nations of the world know who the God of Israel is. It is even the darkness, you know, as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. Says the but the glory of the Lord rises and appears, appears over you. It's the same thing for us. Even though darkness covers the world today, darkness as in as in evil in the world, darkness as in the knowledge of God seems to be disappearing. You know, people are just choosing to do whatever they want to do. You know, it feels as if you know being a Christian is not is not in vogue anymore. You know, it looks sometimes it looks as if you will be shamed if you say you are a Christian. He says, at such time, arise, shine, let your light shine before men, that they may give glory to your Father in heaven. He says, all nations will come to your light, mighty kings will come to see your radiance. He says, look and see, for everyone is coming home. Your sons are coming from distant land, your little daughters will be carried home. Your eyes will shine. And your heart will thrill with joy, for Martians from around the world will come to you. They will bring you the wealth of many lands. It is vast caravans of camels will converge on you. The camels of Midian and Ephah, the people of Sheba, will bring will bring gold and frankincense, and will come worshiping the Lord. Since the flock of Kedah will be given to you. And the ram of Nebaoth I will be brought from for my altar, since I will accept their offerings, and I will make uh, my temple glorious. So one way you could interpret and read this was that when Israel eventually returned from exile, it will also be an opportunity for all the nations of the world, you know, to be able to worship God. Because it says that he will accept, he says he will accept their offerings. Okay, uh, because until now only Israel could bring an offering to God that God will accept. He said that he was going to accept their offering, offerings, and I will make my temple glorious. Okay, he says, and what, and what do I see flying like clouds to Israel, like doves to their nest? He says they are ships from the ends of the earth from lands that trust in me led by the great ship of tashish since they are bringing the people of israel from far away carrying their silver and gold they will honor the lord your god the only one of israel for he has filled you with splendor so for bible scholars uh, this can be a bit confusing in that was this referring to the first time when they returned from exile 
uh, is this referring you know to to maybe the second time when the roman you know the roman empire came to power or is it referring to this time yes uh, this time when okay you know um we will we know that the dragon will deal with the nation of israel you know and then of course the end of the dragon that would do that would be what you know Hitler will go on to do trying to destroy the nation of Israel and how they all returned home again. Okay, so is this referring to that time? Mm. So um, it will be up to you what interpretation you will give. But we know that the nation of Israel, okay, uh, until Jesus will return the second time, will have the opportunity to return to their own land and when they returned they will prosper he says they will on they will bring they will be carrying the silver and the gold and they will honor the lord your god the only one of israel for he has filled you with splendor he says ten foreigners will come to rebuild your towns and their kings will serve you for though i have destroyed you in my rage i will now have mercy on you through um through my grace since your gates will stay open day and night to receive the wealth of many lands. Since the kings of the world will be led as captives in a victory procession, for the nations that refuse to serve you will be destroyed. Since the glory of Lebanon will be yours, the forests of Cyprus, fair and, and pine uh, to beautify my sanctuary, my temple will be glorious. Since the descendants of your of your tormentors will come and bow before you since those who despise you will kiss your feet uh, they will call you the city of the lord and, and zion of the holy one of israel since though you were once despised and hated with no one traveling through you i will make you beautiful forever a joy to all generations powerful kings and mighty nations will satisfy you satisfy your every need as though you were a child nursing at the breast of a queen uh, you will know at last that i the lord am your savior and your redeemer the mighty one of israel i will exchange your bronze for gold your iron for silver your wood for for bronze and your stones for iron i will make peace your leader and righteousness your ruler violence will disappear from your land and desolation and destruction of war will end salvation will surround you like a city walls and praise will be on the lips of all who enter there okay so if you look at this prophecy again it doesn't seem as if it just covers only the period when uh, nehemiah daniel ezra and the likes of them return okay because we know that there was going to be another war okay and then the roman empire would would eventually would eventually be so powerful in place during the time when jesus will come and in the time when jesus will come jesus prophesies again that the temple was going to be destroyed and that happened okay and the nation of israel was scattered you know and um at a time you know they were literally destroyed in fact in fact hitler literally tried to destroy them okay so i think this still prophesies and talk about the time 
you know, when before Jesus will come again, says violence will disappear from your land. Okay, you know that there's still violence in the land of Israel. Okay, there's still killing, bomb blasts, and all that. It says the desolation and destruction of world will end. Salvation will surround you like city walls, and praise will be on the lips of all who enter there. It says no longer will you need the sun to shine by day, nor the moon to give its light by night. For the Lord your God will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Since your sun will never set, your moon will, nev- will not go down. For the Lord will be your everlasting light. Your days of mourning will come to an end. I am praying for someone just like the, the nation of Israel. Your days of mourning comes to an end. Violence will not go through you. Desolation will not go through you in the name of Jesus. Because the Lord himself will become your light. Darkness flees from around you in the name of Jesus. He says, all your people will be righteous. They will possess their land forever. For I will plant them there with my own hands in order to bring myself glory. The smallest family will become a thousand people and the tiniest group will become a mighty nation. At the right time, I, the Lord, will make it happen. So we knew, we know that, uh, yes, it had not. God says that at the right time, he was going to make it happen. We know that that right time has not come, at least until now. Isaiah 60 has not been fulfilled for the nation of Israel. Let's go on to read Isaiah 61. Okay, so this one points again to to the Messiah. So uh, Jesus quotes Isaiah 61 as his matching order or, or what the words that was used to inaugurate him into ministry. He says, the spirit of the Lord, of the sovereign Lord is upon me. He says, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent uh, me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies. To all women in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyful blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, uh, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. Okay, so we know that these very words, Jesus will quote and Jesus will tell them that today this scripture is fulfilled in your ears as in right now as i'm here standing here it says isaiah 61 is fulfilled in your ears in other words he was the one that isaiah 61 was talking about not the nation of israel he says they will rebuild the ancient ruins repairing cities are destroyed long ago and they will revive them though they have des- they have been deserted for many generations you know so when isaiah said the spirit of the lord god is upon me isaiah was not referring to himself isaiah was referring to jesus and it was saying that when the spirit of the lord god is upon the messiah okay uh what everything we just read will happen 
okay it says beauty for ashes it is a crown of beauty for ashes a joyful blessing instead of mourning okay ah yes when jesus rises from the dead and overcomes the devil eventually ah that is our portion it says they will rebuild the ancient ruins repairing cities destroyed long ago they will revive them although they have been deserted for many generations it says foreigners will be your servant they will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend your vineyards it says you will be called priests of the lord ministers of our god you will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches okay so one of the things that jesus did for us the bible says he made us a kingdom of kings and priests okay so you will find that in the new testament yes isaiah prophesies about it you will be called priests of the lord ministers of our god he says instead of shame and dishonor you will enjoy a double share of honor i pray for somebody for every trouble you have experienced for every shame you have experienced the lord gives you double honor in the mighty name of jesus he says you will enjoy a double share of honor you will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours says for i the lord love justice i hate robbery and wrongdoing i will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them so just a simple digress so one of the studies i did you know while i was in school was to study about the things i know the bible specifically says that god hates and god loves okay so would you like to do that study yes it's an interesting study yes it says here that for the lord love he loves justice it says god hates robbery and wrong and wrongdoing why would the bible be specific you find a lot of them in the book in the, in the book of proverbs okay so you can just go back there again and study that god hates robbery god hates wrongdoing god cares about how we treat one another yes that's what you will just take when you are true with that study what you will take out of it is that god cares about how we treat one another it says their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations everyone will realize that they are a people the lord has blessed he says i am overwhelmed with joy in the lord my god for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and dropped me in a robe of righteousness I'm like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding or a bride with our jewels. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like a garden in early springs with plants springing up everywhere. Hallelujah. Okay, so we know that this is what is going to be accomplished when jesus you know fully takes his place let's read isaiah 62 i'm thinking we'll just take isaiah 63 so that we can uh we just have three chapters to read to read tomorrow isaiah 62 you know this is isaiah's prayers you know for jerusalem and i'm telling you you can also use this as a prayer for the church or you can use this as a prayer for your family 
you can use this as a prayer for your for your for your loved ones your husband your children it says because i love zion i will not keep still because uh, my heart yearns for jerusalem i cannot remain silent i will not stop praying for her until our righteousness shines like the dawn and our salvation blazes like a burning torch. Okay, so I will not give God peace until God blesses my loved one, until, until their righteousness literally shines like the dawn, until you know, salvation becomes their portion. He says the nations will see your righteousness, world leaders will be blinded by your glory. Okay. That's a wonderful prayer to pray for somebody. Yes, in other words, they so much radiate the glory of God. Yes, it is clear in anyone's eyes looking at them that they are children of God. That's what your, that prayer is actually saying. It says, and you will be given a new name by the Lord's own mouth. The Lord will hold you in his hands for all to see a splendid crown in the hand of God. Imagine God holding you in his hands. When God is holding you in his hands, no one can touch you, right? Nothing can touch you. No one, no force on in heaven or on, or on earth can touch you. What a wonderful prayer to pray. Okay, it says the Lord will hold you in his hands. The Lord will hold you in his hands. The Lord will hold you in his hands. The Lord will hold you in his hands, Moya, in his, for all to see. You will be a splendid crown in the hand of God. Since never again uh, will you be called the forsaken city or a desolate uh, or the desolate land. Since your new name will be the city of God's delight and the bride of, of God. God will delight in you in the mighty name of Jesus. It is for the Lord delights in you and will claim you as his bride. Since your children will commit themselves to you, O Jerusalem, just as a young man commits himself uh, to his bride, then God will rejoice over you as a bridegroom rejoices over his bride. O Jerusalem, I have posted watchmen on your walls. They will pray day and night continually. Take no rest. All you will pray for, for uh, pray to the Lord. Give the Lord no rest until he completes his work, until he makes Jerusalem the pride of the earth. It is the Lord has sown to Jerusalem by his own strength. I will never again hand you over to your enemies. Never again will foreign warriors come and take away your grain and your wine. So you ask yourself, okay, was it that this prophecy was not fulfilled? because the roman empire would take over eventually okay so that was it that this prophecy was not fulfilled because god gave them his, his promise that they will not be taken over again so yes we know that that was not referring to the roman empire it was referring to when jesus eventually becomes the savior of israel he says never again will foreign warriors come and take away your grain and your wine since you raised the, you raised the grain and you will eat it praising the lord what a wonderful prayer in other words you will eat the works of your hands you will not labor and then lose everything you will not be walking like an elephant and be eating like an ant ah that will not be your portion it says you raised the grain you will eat it ah say amen 
praising the Lord. He says, within the courtyards of the temple, you yourself will drink the wine you have pressed. Yes, you will drink the wine you have pressed. You will enjoy the works of your labor in the mighty name of Jesus. He says, go out through the gates. Prepare the highways for my people to return. Smooth out the road. I'll pull out the boulders. Yes, pull out the boulders. I'll raise a flag for all nations to see. The Lord has sent this message to every land. Tell the people of Israel, look, your Savior is coming. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. So like I said, this was pointing to the second returning of Jesus. By the time when Israel would have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. He says they will be called the holy people and the people redeemed by the Lord and Jerusalem will be known as the desirable place and the city no longer forsaken i am praying for you you will not you will not be called the forsaken one anymore you will be called the desired one yes because the lord's glory will arise upon you in the mighty name of jesus all right let's end this by reading isaiah 63 this one it's about judgment against god's enemies he says who is this who comes from edom uh, from the city of bosra with his clothing stained red who is this in royal robes marching in his great strength says it is i the lord announcing your salvation it is i uh, the lord who has the power to save why are your clothes so red as if you have been treading out grapes so whenever god is treading you read in the bible god is treading out grapes it is uh, anger vengeance okay god is bringing judgment okay on 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 people on nations he says as if you have been treading out grapes since i have been treading the wine press alone no one was there to help me in my anger i have trampled my enemies as if they were grapes in my fury i have trampled my foes their blood has stained my clothes say for the time has come for me to avenge my people to ransom them from their oppressors i was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed so i myself stepped in to save them with my strong arm and my wrath my wrath sustained me I crushed the nations in my anger and made them stagger and fall to the ground, spilling their blood upon the earth. Hmm. Since I will tell of the Lord's unfailing love, Isaiah prophesying now, okay, just giving a praise a praise praising god for the deliverance that is giving israel he says i will tell the law of the lord's unfailing love i will praise the lord for all he has done and i think maybe that is where we should stop today to praise the lord for all he has done since i will praise the lord for all he has done i will rejoice in his great goodness to israel which he has granted according to his mercies and love he said that they are my very own people surely they will not betray me again and 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 he became their savior in all their suffering he also suffered and he personally rescued them okay so pointing that the messiah was going to come and suffer in his love since in his love and mercy he redeemed them he lifted them up and carried them through all the years but they rebelled against him and grieved his 
his holy spirit so he became their enemy and fought against them then they remembered those days of old when moses led the people out of egypt they cried out where is the one who brought israel uh, through the sea with moses as the shepherd where is the one who sent his holy spirit to be among his people where is the one whose power was displayed when moses lifted up his hand the one who divided the sea before them making himself famous forever where is the one who led them through the bottom of the sea they were like like fine stallions raising through the desert never stumbling as with cattle going down into a peaceful valley the spirit of the lord gave them rest you led your people lord and gained a magnificent reputation hmm. says lord look down from heaven look from your holy glorious home and see us where is the passion and the might you used to show to show on our behalf where are your mercies and compassion now surely are you are still our father even if abraham and jacob uh, would disown us lord you will still be our father you are our redeemer from ages past lord why have you allowed us to uh, to turn from your path why have you given us stubborn hearts so we no longer fear you return and help us for we are your servants the tribes that are your special possession how briefly your only people have your holy people possessed your holy your holy place and now our enemies have destroyed it sometimes it seems as though we never belonged to you as though we had never been known as your people all right quite interesting reads today but like i said you know let's just thank god he said you know they were going to thank god they should thank god for everything that the lord has done yes what has god done for you what has god done for you he has done so much for me since i will tell the of the lord's unfailing love i will praise the lord for all he has done so if god has done anything for you this morning i want to just go ahead and begin to say thank you thank you him for what he has done because israel failed to to remember what god has done okay look at everything that happened isaiah was prophesying about it they forgot about god when you forget what he has done you will forget about him open your mouth this morning lord i thank you i thank you for the gift of salvation i thank you for the grace of knowing you I thank you for the grace of accepting you. I thank you for the blessing of a family. I thank you, Lord God, for the blessing of serving your people. Thank you for the grace that you have given me. Lord, thank you for everything you have blessed me with. I give you all the praise this morning. I give you all the glory this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray for your people. We will not forget you in the name of Jesus in our hustles in our bustling around lord we will not forget you in the in the mighty name of jesus help us to keep our eyes on you and to serve you all all the days of our lives we give you all the praise and glory in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen all right thank you so much for listening today god bless you enjoy your day